Hello, everyone. Welcome to Treks in Sci-Fi, podcast 221 for April the 5th, 2009. Today, we're going to do another, another one of our regular or semi-regular Skype calls. Going to talk about sci-fi on TV, a little bit on movies, but mostly about television, I think. Uh, talk about all the current TV shows. Uh, we will be mentioning some things that might be spoilers if you're not caught up on these shows. So if that would bother you, you might want to skip ahead when we get to the different shows and comment on those. Uh, we're trying not to give away too much, but uh, I just always try to put a little disclaimer at the beginning. Uh, we'll be pretty much taking up the whole podcast with the Skype call. And uh, I just wanted to mention that uh, we've got one more week for the Star Trek Monopoly contest. See, last week's uh, podcast, I mentioned that at the end, towards the end of that show, for details on how to enter that uh, show or enter that contest for the uh, Star Trek Monopoly game. Uh, Also, make sure you all visit the y'all. Ah, I'm down in Texas again today. Visit all the websites, treksandsci-fi.com, geekplay.tv, and jobforahero.com. Check them all out. I really love to get your feedback, and always great to have some new eyes on what's going on in my web world. So without any further ado, we're going to play a little intro music here, and then we'll get right into the Skype call. Okay, everyone, welcome to today's, and we haven't done one of these in a couple of months, I guess, at least, uh, today's Skype call with uh, friends of the podcast, forum members, one and all, I think. Uh, We've got uh, Chris, Dan, Eric, Jeff, Tim, and Rick here with me on Skype. So everyone say hello all at once. Hi. Hello. Hello. Oh, wow. All the the little things lit up on the Skype uh, manager. (laughs) I like that. But uh, what we're going to talk about is what we've usually done before, kind of catch everyone up on what we've been liking or not liking on sci-fi, TV, uh, a little bit about films. But I think it's going to be mostly a TV conversation since most of the big summer movies are still a few weeks away. We've got a few things starting to come out, uh, but uh, we might talk towards the end of the show about that. And uh, I think there's a movie in May we can talk a little bit about and 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 uh, and why uh, you know, Brian on the forum still continually thinks the thing looks bad, but he wants to go see it anyway. You know, the bridge looks like an <laughs> Apple store. You know, it's like, well, uh, come on, Apple is popular. What? Come on, that makes sense. You know, Spock will be with he. He's got those big ears. He'll be carrying around an iPod, I'm sure, and Trice. just like the little logo for Trex and Sci-Fi. See, it was like Destiny. So, it is. Um, 
Well, let's start yes. off with everyone. Uh, we'll go through. We'll just kind of do this down the list that I've got on Skype here. Everyone just kind of introduce yourself uh, and just say where you're from and a little bit about uh, your, your, uh, your wonderful personality. So, Chris, <laughs> you can start off. Thank you. Uh, I'm Chris, just X on the forum. I'm living in Boston, and I've been a sci-fi fan, I think, all my life. See, there's my phone. Fire there. I see you guys. You jinxed me. You said my phone wouldn't ring. I don't know if you're picking that up, but yep. All yep. right, Chris. Uh, thanks. And next we have a new person to Skype for us. Uh, Dan. Hi, everybody. I'm Dan from the UK. Um, I've been on the forums a little while now, and I'm really enjoying it. And um, I pretty much like everything sci-fi. Probably have all my life. I remember the first things I remember watching when I was a kid. Excellent, excellent. So is meds there in the background? You know, I mean, I we, you know, <laughs> it's it's amazing how many UK people are have been sort of filtering into uh, and and filling up on the forum. A lot of that uh, has been going on, which is great. And I, I, you know, I've always known for a long time there's a lot of sci-fi fans over there. We should all just move over there. Do you guys have jobs and stuff over there, or no? <laughs> a few, one or two. Yeah. Like a sheep farmer or something like that. <laughs> no, no, not so glamorous, no. I got a dog. That'll help, you know. Kaylee, go get the sheep. <laughs> go get them. Go on. All right, we've got next. We've got Eric. Hi, I'm Eric, and I'm a trekaholic. <laughs> Hi, Eric. No, that's what we're all Welcome, supposed to say. Eric. Hi, Eric. <laughs> This is Eric. I'm a race seventeen on one on the forum and uh long time sci fi fan and happy to be here. Good, good. Okay, we've got uh Jeff. Jedi Jeff is with us from Canada. Yeah, uh Jeff is here from Canada, like Rico said. Uh Jedi Jeff again, I guess, on the forums. Uh might recognize me as I did the uh, first podcast of the year. So Yeah, that's right. Earth <laughs> yes. two, you will be forever remembered or haunted. <laughs> By that. Yeah, as the no, 2009 first one. Yeah, we loved it. it was a great podcast. Oh, thanks. Oh, thank you. All right, next we've got Tim King Linkser. Hello. Uh, yes, it's Tim or King, and uh, I live in Oregon, and it's very cold right now. <laughs> yeah, global warming. You know. Oh yeah. Uh huh. <laughs> and last but certainly not least, Mr. Moyer. No one knows I, who that is, but yeah, yeah. My name's Rick. I'm from Aberdeen. Woohoo! Aberdeen, Washington. That is not Scotland. And I am also a trekaholic, and I'm not recovering. So there you go. How's your cold? Are you? You sound pretty good right now. It sounds like I, you're. I, you know, it's pretty nasally, but I'm all right. You know, yeah. it's definitely going to be a time period. I did a lot of recording during this time, so I'm going to remember it forever as the times when my nose wouldn't work. I found that the uh, you know a few times when I haven't been feeling well but still had to do a podcast or talk or whatever it actually kind of helps a little bit you know to a degree it depends unless you have a cough then it's terrible but yeah uh, all right well uh, thanks everyone for taking some time off of your weekend and joining uh, all of us here together to talk about sci-fi uh, the first thing and we'll just I'll probably put this at the very beginning of the podcast too but I'm just going to throw out the generic. Okay, if anyone is not caught up on TV shows uh, that we're going to be discussing, uh, we may discuss some things that have been already aired. Well, obviously, and so spoiler alert, I guess. Uh, the big show that I wanted to start off with to talk about, since it's pretty much done now, I guess, until we get the new series and movies and things, is Galactica. Battlestar Galactica, <clears throat> which ended, I guess, now 
two weeks ago has it been since the the finale yep okay it's been that long already yeah it's really uh, friday nights are uh, lonely starbuck (laughs) withdrawals already but uh so (laughs) but anyway so i i don't know if everyone here has followed the show i think most of you guys do and so let's just talk i guess about uh the finale mostly and and what we thought about it what we think it means were we happy would we have liked to seen something else happen in it or something more explained uh Anyone like to talk with their thoughts about uh, Galactica, the finale, or even just the show in general, what you think? Who would like to start? This is always well, the icebreaker. It's kind of like, okay, someone has to dance. Someone has well, to dance. Well, I loved it from beginning to end. All right, Chris. Go ahead. I loved it from beginning to end. I think the ending was very appropriate for the show. It answered enough questions it left some for the audience to answer and it gave you enough to answer them with it didn't have to spell out anything like uh the audience was slow like the situation with starbuck it built up to that so you know what starbuck was when it ended they didn't need to go out and say it because if you watch the show you know so i think they did good by rewarding the fans that watched the entire show instead of the people that just tuned in for the finale yeah, I think if you tried to do that, I think you would have been totally lost, right? I mean, you would have been very confused. And uh, actually, I, I was trying to get someone to watch it with me who hadn't watched it in the last year or so. And but but it was like, nope, I don't know what's going on. I'm going. So, uh, but yeah, I think it did a great job of answering a lot of things, and not just like you said, Chris, handing it to you exactly. You know, I think. The little bit of things I did hear, I mean, most most of the commentary I've read and, and heard about people saying has been pretty positive. But some little people would say, like, well, you know, they didn't just say this exactly. Well, you, you kind of have to put it together a little. And, and I don't think they want to tell you. They, they were never a show that wanted to spell every little thing out. So I, I liked it a lot. I thought that they did a good job for the last one. And I think it built well up to that episode, too, the last few episodes before it, I think, they, they pulled everything together. It wasn't like they had, they did an episode just kind of out of the blue. There was a lot of lead up to things they showed us. So, uh, yeah, I enjoyed it. Uh, anyone else, uh, Rick or Tim, anyone about Galactic? Yeah, I, I thought it was a, a really well done finale. It, it answered a lot of questions, but at the same time, there was feelings to it. I mean, there was, I don't know, a couple of the standout scenes for me, and we can talk about spoilers, right? We're yep. cool? Yep, we're good. Okay. A couple standout scenes for me was when Adama took his wedding ring off and put it on um, Rosalyn. I thought that that when she passed away, it was just very, very moving. And because you, you you followed them throughout the story, and it was just cool how they relied on each other and and fell in love, and just the, the whole story was great. And there was this sadness that was inside of me, but there was a finality as well. And I don't know, it was just kind of cool. And then. I think my favorite thing was the very end when, well, not the very, very end, but the, the end where Adama is sitting out looking over that, the African countryside. And, and it was just, I don't know. There was, it was a very, it was, it, it was eclectic, but romantic. I don't know. It was just cool. They did a great job. Yeah. The, well, the show's been always so much about the characters anyway. You know, yes, it, it, has. It, it's, it's a very much like, a, you know, just a character drama, you know, that just happens to have sci-fi elements to it. But I mean, they're yeah. really, Oh, it, it's so much about that. Yeah, go ahead. The, the other scene that was just, I don't know. I actually found myself almost choking up <laughs> the grumpy old doctor. Oh yeah. When, yeah. When yeah. Rosalind right. thanked him. Yeah. When she thanked him 
and he didn't know how to respond. Oh, that scene, and yeah. It was just like, <laughs> oh my gosh. It was great. They just did a <coughs> wonderful job. Yeah, those people on you, there, the, the actors are just, you know, one and all just, just I, I was just totally blown away and amazed <laughs> all the time. You know, they cast that show so well. You're not kidding. This is uh, Eric Rickle, by the way. One thing that blew me away about the series was the uh, the amount of emotional investment that the show inspired in uh, the viewer and the characters. I mean, it felt like they were almost real people. I mean, and especially the last two episodes leading up to the finale, where we saw the flashbacks to New- to Caprica with, uh, yeah, with Rosalind and with right. uh, with Karen Lee. I, I thought mean, that was a seeing... great choice for them to do that. I thought that was excellent. Right. I mean, I felt like I already was invested in these characters before then, but seeing those two episodes, it kind of made me think, wow. Yeah. Yeah, there was so much there that just, I mean, we, I, I don't think there's been too many other sci-fi shows or even shows in general that I've ever seen that I, I felt like I knew the characters as well. And, uh, you know, by that I mean, like, you, you knew that, you know, how they would respond to different situations. You know, you knew Adama would, you know, would do anything for his for his ship and for the people under, you know, under his leadership and under his command. I mean, he was just... You know, that, that whole thing with Hilo, remember that? I don't know when that was, last season or early in the fourth season. Maybe it was third, I guess. I guess it was when the Pegasus thing was involved, and they were trying to take Hilo and the other guy. Who was it, the chief? Was it chief. Hilo? Yeah, chief? chief. When they had accidentally killed that guy who was going after um, Athena, was it, at the time? When, or, yeah. You know, yeah, it's Athena. They had her locked up because, uh, what's her name, uh, the Pegasus, uh, Kane, Kane came in and took her and then they were going to go after her and those guys broke in and just all that stuff and then he says you know i'm gonna get my men back and all he's just you know the the perfect leader the perfect you know father figure for the show and it's just again by the end just the stuff like you said rick that he did in that finale just seems so fit so well you know with his yeah. character i mean i i could just see ron moore or the other guys that you know i think he wrote the vast majority of the show but you know, once they get into this series after the first few seasons, I mean, it almost would write itself to a degree because they, again, the characters were so defined, and I, I think that's yeah. that's so cool about that. Uh, and you, that was go ahead. <laughs> it was funny to see the cameo by Ron Moore at the end. Oh yeah, with the, that ma- was. the magazine. <laughs> I didn't really expect that. I I, I, didn't, I didn't either. And it was so like. There he is, you know. It wasn't even yeah, like I mean, he it was, was like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I knew who he was immediately. It wasn't so even was like, like he was walking in the background, or you know, <laughs> yeah. he had a funny different, you know, kind of makeup or hair on, or whatever glasses or anything like that. I mean, he was like, there he is, right there. The only thing I expected was him to light up a cigarette and take a drink of, you know, scotch now that would have been kind of yeah, because of the <laughs> podcast. <laughs> podcast. Yeah, yeah, have a cigarette <laughs> or a cigar and uh, and you know, and a little thing of scotch or something. But uh, and maybe look at the camera and say, "Man, I'm good." <laughs> yeah, yeah, a little, a little wink or whatever. But I thought there that was, was kind of one... neat. I, I, I'm wondering how, you know, I, I guess maybe it'll show up somewhere online or maybe the DVDs will tell us. But I, I always wonder when I see that kind of stuff if how planned that was. Did they just sort of get to the scene that day and said, hey, Ron, why don't you go over there and grab a newspaper and just kind of stand there and we're going to put you in the shot? Or, you know, I, I don't know. I, I'm wondering whose idea or if it was always kind of planned that he would slip into the final episode somewhere or, or whatever, but uh, yeah, just just an amazing series. Anyone else that uh, you guys want to mention anything about Galactica, or uh, what do you think There's about the new show, the the Caprica thing? 
there's one more thing I want to mention about Galactica. Oh, sure. Go ahead. Uh, the way they handled religion and the prophecies were amazing because at the end of the story, you still don't know whose side was the right god because Rosalind was led. Rosalind and Kira were led by the gods of Cobal, but uh, Baltar and Six had the one god. Yes. But all of them were getting visions and all of them were getting led down the same path. And they didn't answer that question, which I thought was beautiful. Yeah, I mean, it was kind of, I mean, I always thought it was sort of they were kind of doing a little bit of an allegory about, you know, here's some people that, that, that seem to worship a lot of gods. And then they pushed, you know, the Cylons especially. And as the, as the show went on, pushed it more towards, you know, this idea of one god. And, you know, and then the fact that they, you know, spoiler, spoiler thing, or, you know, they end up on our earth by the end of it all, you know, it kind of, it all kind of comes together, at least in my head. So, uh, yeah, I, I like the way they handled that, too. Well, I think it was cool because they weren't afraid to put that into the element of the show. I think a lot of, unfortunately, a lot of sci-fi shows don't bring that aspect into it because of the controversy involved in it. But that, they did it in a real tasteful way, I thought. Yeah, I mean, most sci-fi, whether they they'll either avoid it or they or they just you know they, they come go up with down, a whole new thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, they they go down the you know that that in the future religion isn't really that in you know right. whatever. Like Star Trek's never really touched on it a whole lot. It's come right. up a few times on some episodes and some planets and things and that they visited and that. But they generally, it's not like you see very many of them hopping into church on you know on deck whatever of the Enterprise each week or anything like that. Right. So, exactly. Um. But anyway, yeah, that was uh, I like the way they handled it as well. So yeah, it's going to be speaking of religion. Very can I throw in a quick question? Yeah, yeah, go ahead. What'd you guys think of that uh, that ending segment with uh, Baltar and Six? Well, head Baltar and head Six. They're talking about, uh, I guess God, and they're like, oh yeah, God's plan is what it is. And uh, sorry about that, it's my phone. Cool. And uh, Six says something about to Baltar, and Baltar says, "Come on, you know." It doesn't like to be called that. And he says it. That now that I didn't like, but that's my own preference. I was like, what? I love that. <laughs> I yeah, love. I, I didn't notice that particularly. That's what they they use. They actually use the word it, not he or she, even. Right. right. I was kind of. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't know. I don't know what to take from that. Really, I'm not. I'm not sure. I would have thought well, since Ron Moore is always seems to be pretty heavy on the bringing the females to the forefront that they would have said she. Yeah. You know, that's what I would have expected from him. He always puts females in, in pretty high-level positions in the stuff he does. So, um, But, yeah, I don't know what that's supposed to mean. Maybe it's just a way to mix well, things I up. I think the, whole, the key to it was to try and get, get us to wonder about it all, and that's, yeah. they did. They yeah. did. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it, it was very nice. The, the one thing that, to me at least, it was very nice that this show actually had a chance to kind of go out the way they wanted to. In other words, it wasn't like Sci-Fi Channel just said, Oh, by the way, you're done this year or whatever, and, and they gave him like a week's notice or no notice. You know, finally a show, which just never seems to happen, except back in the days of like the seven-year runs of like Next Generation. But all these shows these days just get zapped before they really get to finish, and they get left yeah. in in really mm -hmm. bad like cliffhangers and, and, and terrible endings for for series. And I, you know, finally it's like okay, you, you feel a little bit finally satisfied. It's like having a good meal or something rather than you know you're halfway through it and they go oh, oh you're done take it away or whatever but you know it, that's just it's great that they got a chance to uh to do that and i i feel the same way and this is here's a good segue 
let's talk some about Lost because they actually are wow. another show that, and you can even see it, I think, in what's going on this season. But they're another show that they they've got a plan. This isn't just being put together, and they're actually going to be able to, I think, get us to the point where we'll be satisfied, hopefully, by the end of it all, and and understand pretty much, you know, why they've done what they've done and what's going on. So, um, you really think so, Rico? I've heard folks uh, grumbling that it's kind of getting way out there. Kind of, yeah, no, a, I don't. I don't agree with that exactly. I I think I think you know. I would say just like Battlestar, I'd say there are things in Battlestar, and it's it's come up on his, on Ron Moore's podcast. Yes, there are little things and things that they did along the way that weren't exactly completely planned out. I'll agree with that. But I, I guess what I'm saying more about Battlestar and Lost is that at least they're getting a chance to kind of tell the story they want to and kind of finish it to a degree. I mean they. I think Lost is what got one more season next year, and then that's yeah. it. So, you know, they they've got plenty of time to sort of map it out. Now, uh, are you saying that you're hearing that that people are saying it's just all over the place now, or they're 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 kind of like going into a room and coming up pulling things out of their you know? Well, we won't say that word, but uh, you know, just <laughs> yeah. One of the things that's uh... <laughs> I don't one agree with that, is... but I I think they've got a, a fairly solid story going. At least it looks like it to me. I guess what I'm concerned about is, I mean, I want to check it out, but I'm kind of afraid that there's not a predetermined ending in sight for the show. Like with Galactica, I mean, I always had the feeling that Ron Moore had an idea of where he wanted to start with and where he wanted to end with the show. With Lost, I've heard that they're kind of not really sure how they want to end it. They're just kind of... Uh, I think they are, actually. They do got a, a very good plan because, like Rico said, it's it's going to end next season. And they've actually been, like, I think in the second and maybe the third season, they're kind of meandering along and then... Yeah. Then they came and they mm-hmm. set an end date, and they, and you can see in these episodes this year, and even some of the episodes last year, they're they're really starting to work towards that. So it does That's look good to like, hear. They, yeah, they do have a plan. It's, yeah, it's one of those things. So you have to kind of uh, with Lost, you have to pick that up pretty well at the start because if you jump in right now, it's just going to go like oh, it'd be confusing. Be lost, now. yeah. Oh yeah, lost, I literally guess. lost on Lost. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I agree completely with Jeff. I mean, I think there was a time in the middle, like last year, a little bit in the early part of the year maybe and, and, and in the middle of the series or so where they were kind of like this was happening and why and, and they they were trying to focus on you know what characters they really wanted to to utilize a lot more and things but they're yeah they're definitely showing movement i think towards towards this is the way this is all supposed to work out and uh the only thing about lost that's kind of bothering me is i i, I thought way back when that they absolutely said there weren't there were no real big sci-fi elements to this series and does anyone else recall those kinds of conversations no, yeah. and, and some articles so. and things that, that it said, was all going to be like natural well, phenomena that was, yeah that it was all had a, a perfectly logical explanation now you you can kind of conjecture that you know it's like obi-wan from a different point of view oh it has a, it has a logical you know explanation our logical explanation is time travel that's our logic right. you know what i mean right. i mean okay there's your <laughs> they probably outlaw, fired you know. that writer and whoever it was that came up with that whole idea is gone now and so yeah so I, i'm i'm okay with Sweet, it i, I like the way travel. yes i like the way it's going but I, I that's one thing that's just kind of bugged me a little bit was that i i thought that that everything was at least had a a fairly you know m- more mundane i guess answer and explanation than just Time travel, you know, is well, you know, yeah. as, as being part of the show as much as it is, especially this season. So, um, oh, it's definitely is, gotten more sci-fi, and I like that. But 
Yeah, I'm great with it. I, I've loved this season. It's it's one of the shows uh, of the few shows that I'll I'll watch pretty much as it's airing. You know, not like a day or two later. Even I try to watch it just because I'm anxious to see it. Uh, Dan, you haven't said a whole lot. Would you like to comment <laughs> about any of this that we're talking about? Have you watched? Are you up on Lost? I am. Yeah, I think it's been amazing this this season. It's um, like you said before. It was it had a, it lost its way for a little while, and I think now it's it's really picked up again. Now, are and, you caught um, up, or where, where, when do you guys in the UK get the show? Is pretty much when we do. Yeah, pr- most of them are like a a week or so after you, but you know. Okay. I I tend so I tend to get up to date pretty quick. Good. And you've you've watched it then pretty much since it started then from the very beginning. Oh yeah, yeah. It was. I watched it from the beginning. It's a great show. How is it? Uh, I'm curious in how the, what its popularity is is like over there. Is it a fairly popular show? It's yeah. It's pretty popular. It's on one of our um, premium satellite channels. They um, they they have it in on every week. They have it on for everybody. So um, it's obviously people have to pay to watch it. So and it's on prime time. So it's oh, that's how it works. It actually costs you extra because the BBC is sort of like what the government funded, right? So. Yeah, there's some shows like Heroes is on BBC, but Lost is is um, is on satellite, so you have to have a subscription to watch it. Okay. It's one of those shows, though, that I think, especially talking to people I know, you either love it or hate it. And I know a lot of people who watch it and follow it religiously, and other people who just will not give it a time of day. Yeah, it it it's it is definitely I think that kind of show. I mean, I think that there there was you know some episodes that can really you know make people either very very happy or unhappy depending on what you think. And uh, I just like it again. It's a very character show. I think I think that definitely, we're learning yeah. learning a lot about these characters, especially with the the time shifts and showing them you know in the past and, and so forth. Um, I can't wait to see what where it's going from here because um, what I want to do is after it's finished is start from day one and watch it again to pick up on the things that we've missed that they've tied into the end as well. Yeah, it, it's like some movies that are like that. They, they kind of you know have this weird way of telling the story like something like uh, uh, like Memento if people have seen that or Pulp Fiction you know where they, they tell the story sort of out of order in a way. And to see if it yeah. all how it all fits together when you when you know what's going to happen, yeah. Uh, you got the yeah. two the, the two mysterious characters, Ben Ben and um, what's the other guy's called? Whitmore. Uh, no, the the guy with the eyeliner. Oh, oh, um, Richard Alpert. Richard, Alpert, yeah, the, the never aging Richard. Yeah, yes. Richard. Yes. Nice name, by the way. I just think that's great. <laughs> There's only one question I want answered from Lost. Okay. What's the black smoke? That's the only thing I want to know. <laughs> Smokey. It's Smokey the Bear. Well, he's not a bear, but Smokey that's the Polar Bear. That's the only question I've had since the beginning, and they still haven't even come close to starting to answer it yet. Yeah, and, and I get the idea that even some of the people that have been on that island for a long time don't really know. That it, it's something that is not like a Dharma thing, you know, which is the, you know, this this group that's been on the island for whatever reasons, various things, scientific uh, purposes. But, you know, there have been things in, in comments that some of them have made that they don't even know necessarily what that is all about. So, uh, uh, yeah, we'll there have to see. There was a line. Yeah. There I was mean, a line on the show that... Um a few few weeks well a few weeks ago and they said something along the lines that it's the it's a guardian or a protector to a temple yes uh, i think it was the the show with the um, russo's it, people landed yeah, on yeah 
It was Russo's uh, people that said that. Hmm. Yeah. Or that scene. Yeah. I wonder why they would know that, because I thought they were fairly new to they that. They got kind of sucked but, down, though, didn't they? Into yeah. a couple of those French guys got sucked down into that cave. Yes, yeah, you're they, right. They found some sort of temple or something, either, and they put it two and two together and said it's protecting the temple. Huh. Okay. Well, there's there's some weird connection to that island. I mean, as far as the, uh, it's not you know I mentioned time travel a couple times, but there's a lot of, a lot more going on. I mean, they they push this little wheel and all of a sudden you know they they're clear across the world in a desert, you know, laying there or whatever. A couple yeah. you know which happened to Ben and to Locke, right? Is that yep. where Locke ended up too, right? Yeah, yeah. some yeah. kind of portal it looks like to Tunisia. I think it is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that's it. Yeah, you just go through the hole here, and uh... well, the, and the cool part is while you're over there, you can just pick up some sand from the Star Wars shoot, can't you? Isn't exactly. that exactly? So maybe it's a homestead. Maybe that's where yeah. they come out at, as one of the houses where Uncle Owen lived. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a crazy show. I mean, I, I love watching it. I like the characters a lot. It's it's just uh, I've I've there was a little bit of a time there where I was getting kind of annoyed with it, and I, I don't know. I I think that was the meandering time. But yeah, it's it's I'm, it's really go ahead. Yeah, I was gonna say, uh, yeah, there was a point where it was kind of meandering, and I definitely was having issues kind of keeping interested in the show. And then this season has just been a complete. Complete change, wouldn't you agree? Yes, I would. Yeah. I agree too as well. I think it's it's really come a long way, and uh, this season's been fun. I I think we've got Mike with us, Mike Featherstone. Hi, Mike. Hi, yeah. Hey, Feathers. If you can hear me. Yes, we can. Yes, we Yay. can. Turn this, turn this newfangled Skype for iPhone thing. <laughs> oh, you're actually <laughs> oh, on your cool. iPhone. Wow. wow, you are high tech. Cool. So Mike I is. Out, I, I can come in to see if I'm talking to you now. No, that's good. Hi guys, gals. So come Mike is also from the UK, talking to us on his iPhone. Over 3G, is that what you guys use that over there? I, I guess you probably do, right? Yeah, this is this is Wi-Fi. I don't think Skype does voice calls over 3G. Oh, okay. All think, right. So I you're going the, right um, through Wi-Fi. But the network will get a little bit fed up if we start doing that. Ah, oh, who cares? <laughs> you know, flood it. So. Uh, well, Mike, we've uh, we've covered Battlestar Galactica a little bit, and we're talking about Lost right now. Would you like Would you like to uh, comment about either of those? What you thought uh, about the? No, I'm, Lost is something I never jumped in on, and I sort of it got so far down before it started to sound like it got interesting that I was almost waiting for it to finish and then pick it yeah. up and do the DVD thing. So, so what you're trying to say is that you would be lost on Lost? Yeah, thank you. <laughs> He's gonna he's gonna keep using that joke until he gets a good laugh out of it. So he, <laughs> but uh, how about Galactica? What did you think of you, you? You watched that, I think, right? That's another one that I've been a naughty boy on, actually. Oh, really? Yeah, okay. I'm, yeah, right. I'm, I'm I'm lining it up. I've got a, a friend who's got the the entire set on DVD, and she was just about to start feeding it all to me. Oh, to be there, so that would be uh, again. It's it's one I never picked up. I'm not sure what it's bearing on, but I don't think it's on anything I actually receive. So okay, gives me a bit of a problem. I think it's on. It must be on one of the Sky channels or something. Yeah, Dan, which, uh, Daniel yeah. was he's explain, He was explaining us all the the inner workings of of uh, watching American television over in the UK, and some of it you have to pay extra for, and some of it uh, I guess you can, you can get in other ways. Yeah, I, it, it was one of these where Stargate Atlantis was was the primary. Example: We got season one on 
sort of free to view terrestrial television, and then the rest of it disappeared, and we never saw it again. So uh, they don't make enough uh, contracts or deals, I guess, for the whole thing. They just do it season to season, maybe. But they do, yeah, yeah. I mean, things used to swap between the terrestrial channels, but but now they just disappear on the sky, and you never see them again. Oh man. Okay, well, let's move on to a new thing then. Let's talk a little bit about uh, let's talk about heroes, which uh, which I have to admit I've 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 had my ups and downs on this show, especially this season. Although I'm I'm better and happier with it currently right now than I was earlier. Anyone want to start us off with what you think about the this series and and currently what's going on or your thoughts? I'll I'll go first. Uh, sure, go ahead, Tim. De- definitely at first it was just like. What I mean, it was very much it, to me. It almost felt like they're trying to restart it completely. Yeah, you mean this season, degree. right? You mean this season? Yeah, when yeah they, the season. Yeah, when the they're season. rounding up all the heroes and trying to lock them up, and yeah, and it just felt like it, it felt very forced. The whole uh, Claire thing was, you know, just a repetition of the last three or two seasons. Uh huh. And, and it. It is starting to get better, but I'm still kind of wondering. Okay, am I the only one who's still wondering why uh, Nathan? Nathan? Uh, Na- yeah, why Nathan is doing all this? No, you're you're not the only one wondering. I'm like, what? Okay, because it almost seems like I missed something. But you know, I watched him. And it's like, no, oh, I didn't miss anything, did I? <laughs> no, the answers are there. What do you think then? What 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 would you say is the is there a real reason to that or just Yes, he's doing it because he thinks he knows what's best for everyone, just like his parents did it before him by rounding them up and imprisoning the ones that they thought were a menace and tagging the ones that weren't. He thinks that it's his duty to protect the world from these people, good or bad, and he thought that his power would be the best way to do it, his political power, not his flight. So he was just kind of following almost in his family's Parents footsteps. Yeah. 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 Hmm. And now he's sort of seen the light, though. He's realized a little bit that, well, maybe this isn't such a good idea because he's seeing what they're doing to them, that it, it appears that they don't really have a, you know, they, they, they just want to off them all. They want to don't really want to take care of them or do anything. They just want to kill them pretty much, it seems. And yeah. his little, what, whatever that military guy is, or is he military? I don't know what you want to call it. The, the, the guy that looks, I, I swear, every time I see that guy, I say, just get out in the sun for a while. You know, get out of yeah, the funeral he, <laughs> home. He is yeah. the most pale, ghostly, you know, wasn't he on Buffy once as like one of those undertakers? I don't know. But man, that guy, he just scares me looking at him. He looks like he's in a permanent <laughs> Halloween mask. But he's He was actually a guest. Uh, star on CSI. I don't know which season. He's just got the the, the scariest, yeah, he was, he? hollowest face. You know his eyes and oh he, yeah. You know, he needs <laughs> the to get the some other sun. thing he was in was was season one of this this damages thing that Glenn Close did. I mean not sci-fi at all, but uh, oh okay, he was on but, that. But all right, that's where I've seen him. I mean, he shot himself in the end. I think he blew his brains out. But uh, well, and that's he, because he, he had to look at himself on the yeah, screen. Yeah, he was so like, oh, my gosh, you know, go to, go to the tanning booth or something. But, yeah. <laughs> Skel- yeah, we're going to nickname him Skeletor. He's a, he's a good guy to play that role. He's almost too much like what you'd expect. You know, this guy who says he's so dedicated that he doesn't, you know, he, he's got nothing in, like, the little apartment he lives in. And he's got, obviously, it doesn't seem like he has any family or friends or any kind of life. His whole life is, is to round up right now these you know these people with powers whether they're heroes villains whatever 
And I, I really and now those of you that haven't watched the last episode, close your ears and don't listen for a moment. But that was to team him up with Siler was absolutely brilliant. I thought. Yeah, yeah that was that was an interesting twist to uh, mm-hmm. Siler's character. Did anyone character. think that he kind of went along with that a little too easily, though? I mean, did you know? I just yeah, there was just I mean, maybe it, he's just sort of going along and he's planning on completely betraying Siler. Although that'll probably never work for him. But no, because Siler can tell if he's telling the truth or not if he yeah. says something. I just mean, right. you know, yeah. although he can, he also can read minds. I've lost track of Siler's power. Well, Siler's that... got that shape-shifting uh, power now, too, so that makes him even more uh, dangerous, too, because yes. might not even be tell who, if that's Siler or not. I mean, he yeah, ne- he true. needs a reset just like Peter. I mean, he's got he's got enough powers that he could open his own little store, you know. Hey, what do you need done today or whatever? I mean, He could have his own it. app store for yeah. iPhone. Yeah, he's like go. a... Uh, it's like a Swiss Army knife of powers. Yeah, so, I mean, he's... But It'd be a bit of continuity, though. He is one of the more interesting characters. I mean, you never really know what side he's on, you know. he he's. I guess he's mostly shows that he's on his own side. But I was just uh, going to say, he's the ultimate narcissist and psychopath. But something I mean, happens, though. If unless, unless, like, in Lost, and, oh, I love the last, that conversation with Hurley and... Uh, Whoever oh, that the, was awesome. The guy Miles. that talks to dead yeah. people or whatever. Yeah, I mean, the whole thing about what, what's happened has happened. It hasn't happened for us, but it did happen in the past. <laughs> but the, the I loved it when I Hurley finally got him, though. That was awesome. That, that was a great part of Lost last week. But the uh, but the thing I was saying is that, you know, we've seen uh, Siler in the future, and he's kind of like a good guy. He's like, you know, baking a cake in a, in a kitchen with a kid and all this stuff. And... Uh, so what gets him to that point, or was that just a future that, that maybe will never happen now? I don't know. Well, but... That's that's where I was going to go. Is that, is that still a future that's even possible? That I don't know, likely? yeah. Or is that just a to one-off me... spiral that we've closed off now? Uh, They're keeping think... the continuity going. Um, he's got the shape-shifting ability in the future as well when he's pretending to be um, Petrelli as the president as well. Mm-hmm. Oh, that was a long time ago. I'd forgotten about that one. Yeah, you're right. That's exactly true. Yeah, the... Uh, Interesting. I, so I don't know. I... It, I've always thought heroes had more of the sort of TNG Star Trek, you know, future and time thing going. Where, in other words, a lot of these are like possible futures or branches or whatever, and they're threads that may or may not happen. But um, you know, parallel—I guess you could call it—parallel times or parallel uh, different universes. And each time, you know, if you turn left, that's one universe. If you turn right, that's another one, and that kind of thing. So I'm not sure about this. Maybe, maybe it will happen. Maybe it won't. Yeah, mm, my opinion is will, that future won't. they showed us is probably pretty much gone. We yeah. might see a variant of it, but I, I think too much has happened that that future can't be. Yeah, true. I thought that one of the things going on this season a little bit early on, I thought their whole point was almost in re- regards to this future thing was that they were almost turning the heroes into villains and the villains into heroes. That they were going to kind of do that more, but they really didn't that much. No, we thought it was going to go that way, but yeah. I think now I understand what they were talking about. They were saying that Peter looked at him as a villain, if that makes sense. Right, because Nathan was starting to look like a villain. Siler right. was sort of trying to help people out. He helped that one kid out a little bit, you know, and 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 then he you know goes off looking for his father, which really didn't amount to much. I, I don't I'm I don't think they're done with that, but uh, you know, yeah, that was different. I'm, I'm thinking they're going to bring his father back somehow. I think the the whole he goes there gets the rabbit thing done. That that was that's just the tip of the iceberg. I think. 
Yeah, I, I think we'll see him again too. Well, I also heard somewhere recently that we're going to see the the Invisible Man guy again. Uh, oh, the uh, really Christopher Chris, Eccleston. Chris, Chris Eccleston. Yes. Well, you won't you won't actually see him, oh, but you will. God. He will make. <laughs> Why did I do that? He will make an appearance. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Oh, he's. Uh. <laughs> I set him up. That was like a slam dunk setup. <laughs> that was. That was. But I, I heard, yeah, he's going to be in uh, either an episode or two coming up this season. That's what I read somewhere recently. I think it might have been like the last episode of the year for this, this season or maybe the, the last couple. I'm not sure. But he's going to turn up again. I just yeah, thought right. it was kind of cool that they did a crossover episode from Smallville and and uh, Scyther's dad was uh, Lionel Luther. That was just awesome. <laughs> Yeah, boy, they made him look quite a bit different, though, right? I mean, he was yeah, looking pretty did. raggedy. He looked pretty bad, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it, it was uh, it was pretty interesting, but uh, he's a great actor. He's really, really good. Yes, I yeah, like him a lot. I, I mean, he, he's he's a lot of fun to watch. He's been around in a lot of things for a long time too. You, you yeah. you'll see some old movie or old TV show, and you go, "Oh gosh, that's uh, you know, that's I think, Lionel." Yeah, that's Lionel or John John Glover. Is that his name? I think. Yeah, I think yes. so. Uh, yes. Anyone else about heroes? I mean, it's still interesting to watch. I, lo- I love everything with Hero and Ando, and uh, you know, I'm the best. You know, yeah. He, he, the, go ahead. Okay, Jim. one thing I have a question is with Hero. Okay, so he got his ability to stop time, but he doesn't have the ability to move through time or space. I think. Well, he got fixed, but he didn't get all the way fixed from the little Matt Parkman baby. Yeah, hmm. I, the the baby I think only just could could sort of jumpstart him temporarily. I don't think he's permanently got his uh, ability to stop time power back yet. I don't think I think he only he would need another little, you know, like that baby was able to start little electronics and things in the house. I think right. it, it's just like if he if he touches somebody, then he could, he kind of gave him a little bit of a kickstart. But I don't think he can do it all the time now, and he he can't time travel uh, as far okay. as it, they've shown us. I so wonder. I'm wondering though if maybe if Ando's power might be able to amplify. Uh, yeah, I don't understand why they haven't really tried that. That I did they ever show them trying to do that? Like Ando, you know, grabbing him or whatever. However, he does no. it. Yes, they no. did, but they didn't show it in a way we thought they'd show it. He he blasted him or something, didn't he? Didn't when he? Ando is supposedly kills Hero in the future, he's hitting him with a huge jolt of power. Oh, mm. exactly. Very good. From, yeah. From Hero's perspective, he thinks Ando is killing him before we find out that Ando's electricity is actually beneficial right. to to a, to a, someone who has powers or power. abilities. Right. It won't. He's not trying to hurt anyone. He. Yeah. That's a good good observation. I wonder if that's. That'd be cool if that's really the what's going on there. That that that'll that come out. Cool. You know, at some point we'll see that scene play out. You know, do we but, know when um, that was in the future? No, but I, I'm I'm pretty sure that it's not going to be for a while because they went through a lot of pains in making sure that any character or pair of characters with the ability to tell, um, travel through time are now obsolete. Like with uh, Ando and the quick girl the flash girl she had to die because daphne had to die because ando and daphne could travel back in time that's why hero can't travel back in time that's why peter lost all his powers yeah they're trying to keep that under you know control right so it doesn't get ridiculous so it's like oh we made a mistake hey well let's go back in time oh we made a mistake let's go back fix it and uh now can uh siler do that now or no no, no. Siler never gained the ability from anyone okay because yeah that would 
make him pretty darn hard to stop, I'd say. Or at least we don't know if he gained the ability. Yeah. Because oh, we, we watch him uh, take, uh, what's her name, with the electricity's powers without killing her. And then he also took the um, Changeling's powers without cutting open his head. So Siler's on to a new way to get powers. Yeah, which I think he was leading to. Remember when the company had him and he was almost being kind of good? And, uh, yeah, right. What was her name? L, right? The electricity L, girl? Yes, yeah. L. She was trying to, you know, they were working on it on a way where he didn't have to basically, you know, slice somebody's head open all the time to get their ability. He could sort of empathically do it. I don't know, whatever it was. He, he had the ability to, to get the power without... Yeah, that that little, happened. Ee, after that, you know, we moving his little no, finger. No. If he that takes that little finger and points Spock. points at somebody in in the Star Trek movie, <laughs> like <laughs> well, he points at know, Kirk at one time or something like that. He, you know, <laughs> he started being able to, being able to absorb powers without cutting the heads off after he was Spock and learned how to mind meld. And that's, that's right. exactly yeah. what happened. <laughs> or he just does the Vulcan death grip. Oh that's wait, right. that's not real. But oh, okay. <laughs> but Star Trek's real, isn't it? No. But uh, I'm but just annoyed it's that they neutered too many characters this season. Yeah, I mean, it's it looks very much like on the surface, like what it you know that they're trying to uh, tone things down. That there was too much; these guys could do too many things, and they realized, oh well, we better you know put the brakes on that and. I have to say, from reading comics for for a long time, they do that in comics occasionally too. You know, they'll say, eh, you know, this isn't really. We want to change things around, so boom, this is going to happen now, or we're going to change. You know, have a something change this character or, or do something, and it, it, it does happen. So, yeah, it, it's all fine, but you need an audience with the ability to get over the disjoint. And I can run quite happily with what's going on now, but you you backtrack to that point, sort of over Christmas or whenever it was, and trying to join what's going on now back up to what went on then and my mind just blanks out you know it, it's nice for what it is but it's not the same series as it once was and i can't reconcile the two it's exactly yeah the uh i i agree with you mike the that's a good point that you know it, it's like it, you know it starts out at warp warp nine or whatever and now they're at like warp three or something i mean do you do you use some kind of a weak analogy but it's just i'm okay with that the the I would be better with it if the the storyline and, and and the plot and things that were going on with the characters was kind of a little bit more interesting and new and innovative. Like in other words, they could change their powers around if they had something new to to deal with. But it, it's like Tim, I think, was saying, and a few others, they kind of are going over the same ground a bit too much again and again. And if you're doing that with less abilities, it's even less interesting. I don't know if that makes sense, but that's, yeah. Yeah. you know what I mean? The, For me, it, it's like they're backtracking. They're, yeah. it, just, it just keeps going back and back and back. Like, okay, Peter's issue annoys me the most. He can now copy powers one at a time and can only keep one power. Right. If they had just established at the beginning he can store all these powers and only use one at a time like many fans suspected until he started doing 16 things at once, it would have not been, it, there wouldn't have been an issue. I can understand them stripping his powers for a moment to reset it so he doesn't have teleportation, but to just say, okay, let's give him an entirely new power that somewhat like the old power, but not really, and go from there. The one thing it, I'll say that, that, um, that I think it hurt them, and then we'll probably have to move on to another subject, but uh, I think this is what happened with this show a little bit. I think they had a very you know clear idea for like season one, 
they had a, a you know this this set of characters this set of powers this sort of plot they wanted to do and the, the show was very um successful it was very popular now what i had read i remember when this show first started was that they were going to mix things up almost every season where they were going to lose a lot of characters either they were going to die or move on and they were going to introduce new characters i think what happened was it was so popular they said oh we can't we can't get rid of these characters they're too popular but they didn't have a second act you know what i mean they didn't have sort of a follow-up we just gave them our kind of a game we gave them our big hit movie and we fully expected that we were going to move on to sort of a new thing and new characters but we're now stuck with it. We got to use these characters, but in a new way. So I don't know. Yeah. I think because again, it, I remember reading very clearly that they were a lot of these characters. You know, it was going to be like sort of an a comic book series that uh, you know was sort of a, filled with guest characters every year. So they introduce some new ones or whatever. And but I think that may have hurt them a little bit being so popular and then not really having. Oh well, no, now what are we going to do? So. Mm-hmm. But if they if they stuck stuck to their guns for season two, and as they started to mix it up, bring a few new ones in, and maybe have been prepared to drop a few as a formula, that may well have worked. It's having got through to halfway through whatever season we're in now, yeah, and then chop and chop and change it completely. I mean, yeah. that, that sounds like that would have worked. That would have worked fine for me. Okay, they're not the same people, but how many series mess about with the main cast? It would have been quite novel. Yes, exactly. I mean, that's uh, it, it's. We'll, we'll see how it goes. I mean, I'm still kind of enjoying it. It's it's still a fun show for me. I mean, I, it's not like I'm gonna stop watching, and uh, it's still better than Dancing with the Stars. So you know, it's just... <laughs> I, I was waiting for Pre- President Wolf to come back. We only saw him. At yeah, the end where of is the, he? Where's Wolf? I mean, run. Yeah, I, 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 they made a big deal out of that. They hired you know kind of a guy that we all know, the geeks of the world would recognize and stuff, and and then. He's in like for a minute in an episode, and that was it. So uh, I, that seemed kind of a strange. We'll we'll probably see him. They they wouldn't introduce a character like that and never see him again. Yeah, we'll uh, see. We'll see. It'd be interesting then, if uh, he had powers, right, or something like he could make his forehead look <laughs> really ugly. And... <laughs> yeah. Well, another thing I wanted to add to is, you know, in season two, I know we already kind of touched it, but it, was it just me or did we have too many? quote-unquote gods running around and maybe that's why they just said oh we're getting out of hand yeah like I mean, peter really... siler peter's peter siler his dad yeah his dad it, it, yep it, it was getting insane there it's like you know what you could really screw around with the universe well, it's like musical chairs they were all like put them all in a room and they all bounce powers off each other you know and they it's just like oh no i got your power no i got your no i got yours so yeah, it's... and I also have to agree. Peter's new power is not is not working with me. I I don't like the fact that you can only copy one power when he was able to use all of them in the first season. So. He needs a little uh, jump start too. He needs a little Lando or something. <laughs> all right, let's yeah. uh, let's move on to. Um, is there anything? Uh, I've got about four or five other shows, and we can cover. I can throw one out, but is there a show that anyone here that 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 we don't want to forget or don't want to miss? I mean, I I'll tell you the ones I've gotten written down. I've got uh, Terminator, Dollhouse, Smallville, Big Bang, Chuck. Anything? Uh, any of those really that we've got more than you know one or two that want to talk about? Which one should I we really, cover? Terminator. Sadly, I haven't been able to Terminator? see any of those. Yeah. Yeah. Let's go Terminator. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. The uh, well, who would like to start off with uh, the Sarah Connor Chronicles Terminator, or whichever way that title works, Terminator the Sarah Connor Chronicles? Yeah, okay. 
Jeff, you should do that, Jeff. Okay, I'll I'll start off with uh, and and we're gonna say a big spoiler warning again big here spoiler, because yeah. in the last couple of episodes, a lot has happened huh. on this series. Yeah. A lot. Big yeah. Stuff, yeah so. Okay, then I'm gonna leave because uh, that's okay. I, I, I or think, just take your headphones off for like ten or something like that if you want. Yeah, I'm gonna just uh, go grab my phone, so okay. I'll be back. I I haven't been able to keep up with any. Okay, with Tim, we'll see you in a couple. Yeah. Go ahead, Jeff. Okay, it's just like wow. Like I, last night, just uh, just blew the the doors off on uh, Terminator, and uh, <laughs> just like it just was so good. Oh yeah, just just the stuff that we discussed on the uh, the forum this morning with Derek. Just uh, just. Sh- that shocked me just just the way they handle there's like no build up just boom that's it yeah, and uh yeah. it's just like wow and yes. then the, the the stuff with uh sarah right at the end uh you know oh with, man uh, when those doors opened i was like what and yeah, yeah. free go ahead and, and jump in i threw spoiler warning up there i mean yeah. it's, it's hard to talk about it without actually yeah. you know completely yeah, talking the, about it but, yeah, uh, with Ellison, you know, and, and you believe him that he said, I didn't do this. I didn't set you up uh, or I didn't set her up. And, and yeah, you believe I believe him, him too. I don't think he did. Yeah. They were they were they were following him and tracking him and everything like that. So there was yeah. no question that he could have been, you know, I thought that they were a little naive. They've always been so good, you know, about careful and, and avoiding, you know, getting yeah. trapped and stuff. I, I just I think they I mean, I guess they we, missed Derek, I think. You know, because they pro- probably if they would have had Derek there, he probably would have. Uh, he would have said no. Well. Held something and yeah. said, yeah, "Yeah, exactly." So yeah, they missed him because he, if Come he on, wasn't dude. in there, he probably would have just he would have been out there and he probably would have been able to warn them. But uh, yeah, that's a good just point. Yeah, it's a bad place anyway. You don't go into a movie theater. That's just like what. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah that that and, episode last night. I mean, this show has really, I think, this season, and it, it's unfortunate because I don't think it's. I think a lot of people kind of after the, you know, maybe last season and maybe about after a half a dozen episodes or whatever, they kind of faded away from the show. But, you know, anyone out there listening, if you faded away from this, catch up, you know, go over Mm -hmm. to Hulu or wherever you can find it and catch up because this show is is really good. There was only like one clunker show and it was a few weeks ago. And I just thought it was it was like, gosh, no action was really boring. And I was like, okay this is enough. You know, and uh, then it just picked right up. And then the last few episodes have been amazing. Yeah, they had one show that annoyed me, too. The whole sub storyline. I was like, oh, this is just boring. Now, see, I like the sub storyline, but I didn't <laughs> like her little sleep treatment. I thought that was kind of stupid. But then whatever. And then we had <laughs> yeah, the, the one where Cameron goes and, and the whole thing is a lot of that. Uh, she's at that like library place or where was it that when was that episode you know where she oh, yeah. hooked up with yeah, that guy and yeah and she, she has was, donuts for him and everything well, they, the, the past it was like the whole thing i thought about, that was cool though you know how that terminator went and bought that uh that hotel and then he just uh he buried himself, himself in, in a wall for like 50 years that was awesome <laughs> yeah it was yeah. different it was just different it was it was yeah they they throw those episodes i mean the last you know three or four have all been sort of you know, one after another, they've all been sort of one long kind of arc story arc. Yeah. And, uh, but yeah, the, uh, the one last night though, I mean, it was just stuff that you just don't expect to have happen. Just bang. Oh, oh my God. You know, I can't and believe it that. happens again. And it happens again. And the, just having uh, John Henry coming alive, like he is and questioning and you, you can see him wrestling with moral dilemma when he, he doesn't understand why the people that tell him he shouldn't lie are lying to him. And then he's got to go through all that that moral code inside of him, you know, 
and now the curiosity about his brother and all this it's just it's awesome that just gave me my latest theory <laughs> about I what it, john henry uh, the, yeah about john henry i think that uh john connor is dead in the future he's dead like what eventually i mean you know he's he's the one that you know brings the, I, everyone together and fights the machines i mean he he's got to be around for a little while but you mean he's now when like Cameron got sent back, he died or something, or well, I think well before that. Right now, they're saying that machines and humans are working together a lot. I think that John uh, Connor is a name now that John Henry picks up later to fight Skynet. Huh? That's an interesting <laughs> twist. Yeah. It, and it, then the scene on the sub made more sense to me if that uh, T one thousand is actually uh, the woman from the uh, company. Her giving the an answer after being frozen in all that time to John Connor would make sense. If Henry, John Henry becomes John Connor, and he said, "Help me, you know, help the humans," and then he's waiting for an answer, giving her some time to cool off, and she comes back and says, "Tell John Connor the answer is no." Huh. I wonder how much, if if any, this this is going to tie into the movie coming out this summer, the the Terminator film. I wonder if there's going to be any connection at all, or do you think well, there's just supposed going to, be... to be a big preview on next next week's? Uh, oh, Sarah during the finale, during yeah. the show itself. Oh, okay. Yeah, they're going to show more. I heard it was supposed to have a major tie-in to the movie, but it takes place after the movie. The show takes place after the movie. Okay. Yeah, it's it's uh, just a lot of crazy stuff. I mean, how how's everyone think? Uh, what's her name from singer from Garbage? Uh, what's Shirley Man- Man- Manson. Manson? Manson. Manson. She is like creepy, awesome. isn't she? I mean, she, yeah, she's she scary like a, as hell. She does yeah, a good she's the job. Ice queen. The ice queen is what my wife calls her. She plays a machine very well. Now, does oh. anyone think that Ellison is is like in? Uh, he's starting to come off just a little bit as like the lowest lane of this show. In other words. He's kind of an idiot. Okay, he, he, he works for this company. It. He knows he's about these it. machines, and there's this woman he works for who seems very unemotional. Her daughter gets kidnapped last night, and she's like, well, Mr. Ellison, I think you should go look for Savannah. You know, it's I like, like the voice you're doing. It's like, you know, John this Henry is, is more important to me than Savannah. I'd like to stay here, but, oh, okay, set up a meeting. You know, it's like. Come on, oh. <laughs> you know, Ellison, figure it out. She's metal, you know, or whatever. It's like, um, uh, maybe he does finally figure it out next week. It looks like a lot happens. So yeah, well, I, well, it's, well, it's two, you know, plus two. She just said last night that, uh, you know, Savannah, she she cared more for John Henry than Savannah too. So you'd think that'd send off warning bells to Ellison that, uh, yeah, exactly. You know, what parent, even though she's not Savannah's parent, but what parent would? Uh, would would place a machine. Oh, she ahead should have of been like in crazy, like yeah. losing it. I mean, there. I don't care how good you are, or how much of a professional head of a company. I don't care if they take your little kid. That that no, it's just I don't. It's just not no. Yeah, so, so he should be able to pick up on that. You would think. You know, I I, I eventually think he's going to be now helping. You know, Sarah or in some way. I mean, I just. It's got it's got to be that way. It's just no question. So uh, I think from the beginning, Ellison is doing what he thinks is best, and he's following that road to hell paved with good intentions. Yes. He thinks you know yes. building a machine to fight the machines would probably be best because he saw, you know, forty humans slaughtered by one machine, and that has to you know damage your psyche in some way. And he's like, well, 
We have to fight fire with fire. That's why he brought the machine to her and said, "What can we do with this?" And he knows that he knows that Cameron is a, is a, is a machine, right? He knows that. Yes, yes, yeah, he does. Yeah. So, yeah, because yeah. yeah, yeah. she's like, I, "I should have killed you." <laughs> I like that part in the car. You yeah, know, I was like, like, wow. was like, I should have killed you, you know, or whatever. Drive. But, uh, I mean, that's when they were being smart until the very end of the episode. You know, they have Cameron go meet him. They they change the location. They do some things. And then it's like, oh, but now that we've got the kid here, we'll just all meet up and everything. But Yeah, John Hirity called the police. Is that what happened? He was, uh, he was I'm, it don't, they don't They don't say it, but I'm pretty sure it's John Henry. John Henry wanted the girl back. And he has Sarah Connor's history and stated that, hey, she killed Dyson, who's responsible for some of my programming code. Right. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, it's got well, one more episode. And again, if you guys aren't caught up, you know, you should be because this is a lot of fun. I, I hope they haven't, as far as I know, there's no official announcement whether it's coming back next season. You know, I hope, I hope they don't do one of these, what I was just talking about a little while ago, where... Oh, you know, they, they, they end it, and they don't really completely end the series. And then, you know, in the next month or two, usually in May, I think, they announce what is coming back and what isn't. And then all of a sudden, oh, no, Terminator's not coming back. So, um, you know, I, I'm hope thinking that, that they'll, I'm thinking they'll probably, uh, my guess is that if we hear a decision on that, that might be after the movie. Because I don't think they want to kill any buzz on the movie if they go and cancel the series, and then you're going to go, oh, maybe this Terminator's not that great of a and property. That, that does come movie. out, I think, in in May, like Memorial Day, or I think, Something or is it like later that. than that? Is yeah. it later? Well, if anything, too, the the movie could give the series a boost as well. You know, if they bring yeah. it back. So uh, I hope at least they get a chance to do more that they don't drop it. Like you know, especially if next week's episode leaves us with a lot hanging, which it probably will. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's a good show. And, uh, I guess we can talk a little bit about dollhouse since that's on right after it. I don't know how, how many of you have watched that as much or, or are you guys getting that at all in the UK, Dan? Or not, Mike? That I, not, not that I've seen anywhere. I've, I've looked around the schedules and stuff for it. I've, I've not come up with it on anything. Certainly nothing I can receive. I don't know if it's hits going or not. I have been watching it. I'll just say that. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. <laughs> Understood. <laughs> but we, we, we won't ask how. The same the same way I watch uh, Doctor Who, I believe. So uh, <laughs> what's fair is fair, I'd say. So anyway, um, but yeah, this show, it's kind of had its ups and downs for me. I, I, I'm, I'm enjoying it. There, last night's episode was pretty interesting. A lot happened. Um, I, I still think the show has, has some problems as far as it's just, these people aren't very nice, no matter what, you know, you, you, you sign your life away. I don't care what bad memory you're trying to get rid of or forget or what debt you might have to get rid of. Or they've never really explained that clearly, but we got a little bit more information. But I, it's, I guess when I, the thing is the, these characters, especially the people running the dollhouse I'm talking about, not the dolls or the actives that go out on these missions, but these people are not very nice. I, I, I mean, the, to do what they do, I don't care what, you know, things, pieces of paper you've signed. It, I don't know. What does anyone else think about that whole, you know, idea of the show itself? I, I mean, they're using these people almost like as, as bought and paid for slaves in a way. I mean, they're they, yeah. whether they signed a piece of paper is one thing. I mean, you know, people work at companies and sign pieces of paper, but it doesn't mean they're, you know, do some of the things they have them do on this show. What do you guys think about that part or anything else? 
Uh, I'm loving the show, and last night made it make so much more sense to me on why these uh, dolls are where they are now. I think that the people that are actually running the dolls have other motives other than just doing what they do with the dolls. I think they're using they're just, that. They're to... more more than just making a couple of dollars off some guy who has a lot of money who wants a a girlfriend for the night or whatever. Right. I think that money is going to something else that's larger. And it's, you know, they're using the technology they have for that. But obviously the uh, other government agen- government agencies are interested in it. And there's a lot of high-up people that are interested in this technology. So we know that much. And then you look at how these people are coming in. And they're getting paid a lot of money for these people that some will – some people that didn't want their lives anymore are doing the uh, going to the program, and the, the company's getting paid a lot of money to do something. And yeah. Well, maybe, that money maybe going? part of it is is uh, yeah. I like the way you're thinking, Chris. The you know maybe a lot of it is they brought it up last night is that maybe they could eventually use what they're doing in this technology to sort of help people. Like, say you had a, a traumatic experience, and they brought that out in last night's episode that. Maybe rather than you know making somebody you know a doll for or an active for years, you could you could use the this programming thing that Topher has and the chair and all that and sort of help them deal with that that loss or that memory or that problem. You know, they isn't, could, that, isn't that called the Council of Margon approach? <laughs> yes, Absolutely. exactly. Absolutely, I was just going to say that. You beat me to it. Thank you, Mike. Yeah, they could Probably. be their own little electronic <laughs> Councilor Margon or whatever. But you know, they they could use this to help people rather than to just sort of almost appear to be sort of exploiting them i mean yeah they're getting something out of the deal but uh i mean every week echo is basically almost nearly died right pretty much i mean you know maybe they should have a mission one time where she just goes out and they kind of have shown it a little bit you know where she goes out does the job comes home goes into her little you know her little bed in the floor or whatever and uh and then everything goes on you know it's just like they're put in some pretty dangerous situations Another thing that, from a scientific standpoint, uh, what they could be doing is putting them in these stressful situations to test it, you know, like a... Uh, to have them work through their problem in a way, or...? No, just to test to see if the technology is solid, like oh. you do a, a, a clinical trial. If it's working or not. So if you're going to say... If they're okay, going to bring you... this technology out to the general public or whatever, yeah, if you're or to say, the government to I make can, better soldiers, your, your fear what they're doing with the actives is putting them in a lot of stressful situations. Yes, okay. I thought that was interesting how they all passed out at that time last night, you know, after like they, they said they hit this per- particular thing, they would resolve their, their hidden conflict or their problem, and then that, that would knock them out. It, I thought that was kind of interesting, but... Um, yeah, it's a, it's an interesting show. You know, anyone else want to say anything about Dollhouse? We'll see what happens. I mean, it's um, Friday night. You know, uh, I got to get. Uh, looks like Jeff got dropped, so uh, get him back on. Hello, 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 hello. hello. Okay, technical okay. <laughs> uh, John Henry. He he was trying to stop us. That's what it was. Skynet. Skynet. I've always wanted to say that Rico is reinitiating. The, reinitiating. What a cool name, or what a word. Rico reinitiating, yes. All right, to, uh, let's see, Chris, Dan, Eric, Jeff, Tim, and Rick, and Mike, are you guys all here? Is it, it looks like, according to the display, I don't always trust that, but... Uh... Yep, I'm okay. here. Okay, good, yeah, I'm here. good. Sorry about that. Uh, well, 
moving Please on. Please say if you're not here. Moving on. <laughs> um, I think that's anything else TV wise. I'm I'm still at least watching. Any of you guys? What are you guys in the UK? What's new over there? You haven't seen the new Doctor Who show yet, have you? The the Easter special. Not yet. No. Is it next week? I believe. I think it's next week. Meds has yeah. seen. I've, I've been out for a week, but Meds has seen the trailer and put the date up on the forum. It was something like the the eleventh, I think. So. Yeah. Yeah, next Saturday. So they're having that, and then what? There's going to be another one in the fall, I think. Is that right? Or Christmas? Or or when is the next one? They were saying originally they were doing a sort of two episodes at Christmas and then the regeneration on New Year's Day or something like that. I think they've pulled one of them back now, so we're getting one before Christmas, one at Christmas, and one at New Year. Okay. All right. Last I heard, anyway. Yeah, that's what I heard last, too. But you have more accurate information. Yeah, we don't get a lot of that. I mean, we get a little bit of it over here, but mostly from what we hear from you guys and on a couple of websites, we'll have some stuff. And the you know the, you can go to the BBC site and, and see things too. But this is, this is where Meds is the master, and I'm getting a bit lazy. And I, I not the master in the Doctor Who sense, obviously, but the master <laughs> of information. I can pick my stuff up from him these days. Anything else t- television-wise? Anyone wants to cover? Uh, those were the biggies, at least on my list. Um, Friday Smallville, nights, though. Smallville, Smallville and Chuck have been great. Yes, yes, both of those. I, I'm still, you know, the Smallville just is. Uh, wow, I mean, it's it, wow, is what it is. I mean, it's just its its own little version of Superman, you know, before he's really, you know, running around in his cape and tights and everything. I mean, they, it's completely different, but it, I enjoy it. I just, uh, I, I like, I like what they do on the show, and it's it, it is amazing that they've done as well this year without Lex and a lot of the cast changes and, and everything that happened. So uh, it's uh, it's been good. It's been real good. And they always have a lot of nice, uh, you know, cool effects, and they brought in some of the other DC Universe characters and Green Arrow. And, okay, and- okay, just tell me, did you get an incredible rush? I mean, my boys and I as were watching the, the episode where at the end, now give spoiler alert, but at the end, Chloe and the Green Arrow are, walk into that thing and... and she puts the headset on, and I'm like, yes. Oh, yes. yes. Connects with yes. all the people. I'm like, okay, they need to make a series out of this because this would rock. That was the only part of that episode I was really excited about. I mean, I, I got pumped. I was like, yes. <laughs> yeah, they, you know, they'll do, do the little things like that, you know, um, where they, you know, she's she's monitoring all the different little heroes that they've introduced over the years, and um, she's playing, uh, you know, sort of, you know, hey go off here there's a fire there and do this and do that although i don't see clark running around with a little headset on or anything like that where she can call i think him he's, up, so. he's trying to be independent is what the deal is there yeah yeah but that's... i think you're right my, was you mike that wrote on the forums that it's time for a cape or a glasses or something yeah the the, the skies thing especially is getting kind of crazy I, I i mean everyone's pretty much starting to know who he is almost i mean whether it happens or it stays that way or there's some memory thing or a time thing or whatever but uh i mean yeah how many people he he's uh i, I just would be happy if he, he there was a couple of episodes where he's had to put glasses on for different reasons yeah and then it's like the cool. cape thing okay they always how many times can they make little you know comments about that though <laughs> You know, well, like they'll have a little offhand comment about, you know, maybe you should be wearing a different outfit. And now he's called the red, blue blur on the show, you know, because of his affinity for those colors. You know, he's always wearing. I know. It's but funny. Um, 
it, it, it's they go right up to the very edge there, but no cape, no suit, you know. Yeah, just as far. I, I love the I love the tension between. They have done a great job at writing tension into Lois and and Clark's relationship now, because you can tell she really digs him. And yeah, yet, yeah, I think so it, too. It, it, they've done a great job with that, and it, you you want them to get together so bad. Yeah, like especially that one where I think it was the same episode at the end that we were just talking yeah. about, where they the Chloe ends up. Uh, looking like Lois, right? She she kind of makes that wish with the Zatanna and then she, uh-huh. and then Clark doesn't realize it at first and she says something like later on, you're making little puppy eyes at Lois. Come on, I know what you how you feel or whatever and uh they've had a lot of that over the last, you know, this season especially. So, yeah, it's a good show, a lot of fun and uh it, it's like, you know, what nine seasons next year will be or whatever. They've already gotten it's amazing. renewed. Yeah. What yeah. I, I, I didn't get though is before the wedding episode, they explained that Clark and Lois were attracted to each other. Then Lana shows up, and they just toss that aside for three or four episodes and come back to it. Yeah. And it just didn't work for me. Yeah, because then, you know, Lana got all kryptonite-infused or whatever, right, when she became super-powered, and uh, now right, she had to, right. to leave because now they can't be together. I mean... How uh, how classic, you know, they've done that a million times on other things where it's like, oh, you'll actually kill me if you get too close to me even. So, uh, a little but, Dark Angel action there. Yeah, yeah. So uh, it's, you know, you're right. You're right. They, they you know, got them together again. But now I can't be with her. So, okay, I'll go back to you, Lois. But then, you know, that's, uh, it's just... The, that'll never get resolved you'll see him in tights before something will get resolved on the lowest <laughs> on the lowest thing so uh yeah. but uh yeah it's a fun fun show chuck is still good i i they've kind of changed that show a little bit this year yeah it's yeah. uh it's gotten a little bit more serious in, in some ways although this interesting week, to uh, see six on there yeah this week they've got uh i they're they're doing just a little too much of the stunt casting for my taste sometimes you know, now they've got this week. Uh, we get Captain Archer on the show. We get Scott yeah, Bakula and, and Chevy Chase. Both are going to be on this week's Chuck coming it's like, up. Huh? Yeah, what a combination! Well, exactly. I, it's uh, but it's a fun. That's it's a fun series too. And uh, and Big Bang Theory. God, that's that that show. <laughs> just every week, they, I can't. I love every part of that show, including the last millisecond of the closing credits i have to pause that on my dvr and there is it's just about as funny as the episode they just have some great stuff on there it's a lot of fun it's it we don't talk about it a whole lot when we do these or on you know we talk about on the forum some but they just it's just a lot of fun to have a comedy that that you know kind of speaks our language exactly i mean I, i just can't believe some of the stuff they do on this show and it's still a fairly popular show. I think it just shows that, you know, like they say these days, the geeks are kind of in control because this uh, it show is doing fairly well in the ratings. And, and uh, you know, years ago, I would have said, nobody gets these jokes. Nobody understands right, what right. they're talking about. Okay, wasn't it hilarious when Penny told the, the joke? Oh, the I died laughing. It's, it's, <laughs> yeah, see, these guys aren't like other guys, you know. Well, it's it's... They don't have shields. You know, it's like on Star Trek when they go into battle and they put their shields up. And then she does that little look and she's like, where the hell did that come from or something? You know, it's like, oh, that was, I'm hanging Are around these. talking about the physicist joke? Because yeah. that was funny, too. Well, the physicist that, that joke was, was good, too. But, oh, gosh, it was just great. But the, the, they... the shields up. She says, yeah, it's, it's like on Star Trek when they put the shields up and they go into battle. And she's, and she's like, stops herself and 
she totally serious. What, where'd that come from? Oh, my God. And then the producer commentary on that particular joke was even funny. Yes. Yeah. I, I like those little insights they have. I mean, this. do you guys get that show in the UK? Do you get Big Bang Theory? Yeah, there is Big Bang Theory, yeah. Is there? Have you been watching it at all? No, I've, I, I watched it a while a while back when it first came on over here, but I've, I've, I didn't. For some reason, I never watched it again, but uh, I'm going to try pick it back up again. Yeah, if you can, it's it's a lot of fun, and I think it's definitely, I think this season they've really uh, kind of knocked, you know, they always kind of have a little, comedy shows, I think, take a little while to get to the groove, they, you know, to yeah, really get into the stride, groove, yeah. and then some yeah. of the characters, they learn how to write for them a little bit to, to their well, strengths. Well, I'm, and... I'm glad they changed the character of Penny, because at first she was just a dit, you know, I mean, she's like, yeah. <laughs> I really and then liked, they changed, yeah. They made her much more intelligent, and she now kind of holds her own against the guys, and she's getting one over to the geek side, and I love that. About yeah, her. yeah, I agree, and I liked how she kind of stuck up for for them in this episode with the other the other you know girl moves into the building, and all the guys are like, ah, sure, <laughs> we'll hook up your stereo. stereo and your computer and your printer, and uh, <laughs> do you want DTS or Dolby five point one? And uh, you know. <laughs> And Sheldon, what what an incredible actor that guy is! Oh my! Oh God. yeah, he's uh, he he's really he's really kind of. I I hope they don't kind of go too over overboard. I like him and I like his character, but I I like the other characters too. I, I hope they yeah. don't just let him you know kind of take over too much. But uh, yeah, it's every a, time it's a I lot of fun. see him on screen, I'm like Texas represents. <laughs> Yeah, he's uh, and I love his shirts, you know. And I think I put something up on the on the forum today. Uh, they didn't use this on the show, but it was in re- regards to one of the little things they did with the lizard, paper, scissors, rock, paper, scissors, lizard, Spock thing with the rock, paper, scissors takeoff. There's a shirt out there that you can get about that, and uh, in, in almost every episode, he's got a new little T-shirt with some funky little thing on it. And uh, I think there's a website called Sheldon Shirts out there that even references where you can buy a lot of those so uh um but yeah it's a lot of fun good show so um and we're getting kind of long on time so uh so we got five weeks till the star trek movie does it come out in uk uh on may 8th also guys i believe so do you get it there in the same the same as we do yeah i know there's a few other places that are getting it like you know a week or two later it looks like most countries in May, from the list I saw the last time I looked. Um, are they talking much about it over there? Do you get a lot of the previews that we're getting, or you know, unless you look online, of course? But does it show up on uh, television? Yeah, I think it has. I've, obviously, I I tend to look online for my my info anyway. But I, I believe it has been mentioned on you know on TV and everything. But people are talking about it. People that I've been talking to, so. It's going to be massive. It's going to be great. Yeah, and it, well, just uh, in a few days, I think it's Tuesday, like the seventh. I think was the date, or sometime early this next week. Uh, they are doing this big, huge premiere of it in in Sydney on uh, in Australia, uh, like in that uh, Sydney Opera House, which I believe isn't that the place that they would show on Galactica when they are running through and looking for Hera. I think that's where they filmed that. I'm not huh. sure. But anyway, um, the uh, they're going to have a premiere there, 1,600 invited guests. So I'm a little concerned, especially with this last week of this Wolverine movie being leaked everywhere. But 
I, I, I'm hoping that they don't like, you know, all of a sudden all over the internet, there are copies of the movie there. There are pages that have the whole, you know, blow by blow of everything that's in the movie. I mean, I, I'm not going to look or, or try not yeah. to, but uh, a month ahead like this of, of, of this, you know, especially a movie that they've really been hyping a lot in the last month or two. Uh, I'm, I'm a little afraid that all of a sudden everyone's going to be talking a lot, but, uh, I don't know. I think we know a lot about it already, so I'm not sure how much can be spoiled, really. But uh, but that that is going on next week, so it'll be interesting to see how. I mean, I would just be interested to see some of the reaction that it gets a little bit, uh, and and what people say, you know, just in general, you know, good, bad, whatever. But um, we might need to go to France for the uh, premiere of Star Trek, May sixth in France, Belgium, and Switzerland. Ah. Oh. I have two. I have two two words for that. We oui, we. Oui. I think I've got a free uh, ticket I could use. I, I flew enough uh, for a few years there. I could probably fly there at least get over there for free. But uh, Germany and Australia, and Lebanon and nineteen other countries will get it on the seventh. Oh, I can I can handle a day or two now. If they you know if that if that Australia thing had been like open to the public and there would have been a way to get tickets, I would have been tempted to do that, but it was invitation only. So, um, yeah, well you and I should have won on the contest and we could have gone down. Yeah, there. that's right. Exactly. <laughs> next time, next time we'll have to do a combined, we'll have to do a combined, uh, you know, rap and that Shrek, would be so uh, or whatever. They, people were pretty creative with those though. I, I looked at quite a yes. few of them. They did a pretty good job. I mean, it's very hard when you think about it to do something in a, in a minute to, 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 to tell what you want to tell. And, uh, uh, I mean, I didn't, I slapped mine together pretty quickly and I just, uh, it was just kind of fun, but the, uh, yeah, but you got into the finals with me. So that was fun. Yeah. The, uh, we actually got into the, the, the ones they liked. So they're they're upper ones. Yeah. I mean, I, I do have to say, I did look at a couple of them that really were, you know, kind of like somebody didn't, really spend much time at all thinking about it i mean i know i was like they turned what? on their camera and oh. said hi i like you know i like star trek okay thank you bye but uh <laughs> but anyway yeah that was fun to do though yeah, they, this this movie i mean i it almost reminds me a little bit about when the phantom menace was coming because it was becoming almost overboard in the tie-ins and i know that we're all involved in in, in looking for it so you kind of it catches your eye but Man, their website and, and a lot of the promotions that they're doing that I know that are coming out with, uh, you know, different companies and insurance, they are uh, they are really pushing a lot on this film. So I mean, it's I hope that that uh, isn't just like, hey, it's, it's it's you know worth pushing. You know, I I don't think they'd be doing that if it was a bad movie. I mean, I certainly wouldn't see why they would be doing that. But um, let's hope it's not like the Phantom Menace. I have two <laughs> points of thought on that. Yeah, go ahead. The Phantom Menace was more to me like a commercial for the uh, Nintendo Pod Pod Racer game that they released the same. <laughs> yeah, that was a good I don't part care of what the movie. universe you're from. That's gotta hurt. Yes. Oh uh, yeah. It, 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 that's what it felt like to me because I yeah. when I, I saw it like the day before it, uh, the night it opened and uh, fell asleep <laughs> at the pod race scene and woke up and fully rested and like it's still pod racing. <laughs> Yeah, I woke up and for the pod race and for the uh, the Darth Maul battle, you know, at the end. And uh, oh, we could talk briefly. That reminds me, we, we, has uh, have you guys been watching in the UK the the Clone Wars? Uh, I, I, I think that show oh, has been sorry. a lot of fun. Not caught it. No, I've not no, been watching. Never it. Been, haven't been able to see it. 
But uh, yeah, they, they've had some cool episodes with that. That's been a lot of fun, and uh, and of course they started supposedly casting the the live action series or starting to look at. I'm sure millions of people to play whatever you know parts they're they're offering. But yeah, they uh, you should you should check that out if you ever get it over there. I think it's been fun. But yeah, they, we'll see. I mean, I I that was probably maybe not the best comparison, Phantom Menace and this Star Trek movie, but. Uh, Remember well, the hype—the hype in it. That's all. You yeah, know, but... I don't—I don't know. There's a lot of. I—I think what I'm really liking the best about the, the the Trek film is that, like, the kids and and other people that I've talked to that aren't really into Star Trek that much, everyone just about without question or just without exception, you know, they see these trailers and they go, "Wow, that's Star Trek, and that looks good." You know, that that those are the lines I hear. You know, yes, that, that's that, what I'm that, that movie looks like a lot of fun. And, and, you know, I really don't care. I mean, yeah, if they start like, you know, going way overboard and, and it really isn't, you know, kind of the trek that we know. OK, I'll, I'll I'll be the first one to put my hand up and say, uh, excuse me, uh, excuse me, JJ. But but I don't think that's going to happen. But I guess what I'm saying is I'm just happy that they have realized, hey, we've got to get other people to watch this. You know, we can't keep making this movie for for these guys that know the difference between a dilithium crystal, you know, and a tribble or whatever. So, um, there's a difference. Well, you know, well, let me, well, uh, the dilithium crystals operate in the matrix in the engine room where the the matter and the antimatter flow, you see. So, and and a tribble, it likes to eat quadrotriticale, but you know, it doesn't like Klingons really. I'm going to do a podcast one time in that in a geek voice for the whole time, I think. So uh, there's one thing should. about the marketing that I really like. What's that? You can tell when the movie is going to be bad by the level of marketing. It's at a decent level now. Yeah. It hasn't hit Godzilla Taco Bell level. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah, Godzilla when we start Taco seeing, Bell. you know, you know. Well, they are doing, I think, a burger king tie-in i heard but yeah. a lot of shows yeah. a lot of movies tie in with burger king but there was that epic tie uh, tie-in with taco, taco bell. bell and <laughs> yeah. godzilla yeah Jeez. yeah but i don't uh, remember uh, that we I'll will uh, we'll see how it all works out i mean we've, we've not a lot of time left now and uh, i wish i could invite you all over to see it together but uh well, we'll all uh, we'll all be online. I I would expect that you know very soon yep. uh, after it shows and and talk yep. about it extensively. And um, yeah. I'd like to uh, you know maybe I'll just mention it now. But my idea for the after that weekend would be to to uh, you know as quickly as you can, everyone sending me a couple minutes video of their thoughts uh, of what they thought about the movie and put it together for the podcast right after it comes out because it sounds like just about everyone is getting it you know around the same time so that shouldn't be too much of a problem i hope but um, cool. but i'll talk more about that on the forum anyway so uh and that uh wraps up the show i think and you guys just hang on i'm gonna just stop the recording and save it but i again i really appreciate everyone talking about all this stuff today we kind of went all over a lot of different things and it was a lot of fun and uh uh, it's always good to uh, to get everyone's thoughts on, on what's out there, and uh, and thanks. Uh, we we got some new people here, so that was a lot of fun too. Always good to uh, to get some more people on the Skype calls. That's it for this week's edition of Treks in Sci-Fi. Make sure to visit the website and tune in next week when I'll be looking at the movie Star Trek Nemesis. Have a great week, everyone. Want to contribute to the weekly podcast with audio comments? Send them in to TrekSF 
at gmail.com or visit www.treksinsci-fi.com. Treks and Sci-Fi with Rico Dustin.